that's our title so that's us okay all right well we uh boy you have i've seen you the last couple of years you know it's with covid and everything people have been kind of staying away uh, but you have been at work and it's not just you i mean the volunteers right. but but right. it seems like you're always out there every time i drive by <laughs> alice you've been pretty busy and it's hard to believe boy it's been uh I, the, the 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 campaign, the Save the Deco campaign, it's been all about a decade now, hasn't it? It has been a bit more than a decade. Wow. <laughs> You've been counting too. <laughs> well, tell yeah. us about that. Give well, us kind we, of a history. Well, we started just a brief review. We started with the idea of possibly saving it when the railroad contacted the city and and indicated they were going to burn it down for liability reasons, and uh, that was in two thousand eight, <laughs> and. Um, Subsequently, we spent several years uh, working with the community, having community um, events, uh, meetings, and focus groups to answer the questions, should it be saved? Could it be saved? (laughs) And if so, where should it go and what should it be used for? And that has been the driving uh, vision. Uh, all these years, and we're continuing that. We At the time, we started uh, raising money just for the move. And as you may remember, that very cold day in January of 2016, it mm-hmm. was moved. And we've been repairing it and rehabilitating since then, over five years. Um, and when I say we, I mean this village of Northfield. <laughs> That has been, uh, you've had a lot of people that have uh, been part of that, you know, through the, and a lot of people who have donated to it, who've, uh, who've put sweat labor into it, and uh, it has been a community project, but. Definitely. But uh, it's been, I, I'm sure, a labor yep. of love, hopefully, for everybody. For a lot uh, of people, yes. You know, we were talking before we went on the mm-hmm. air, uh, I was trying to recall, I remember going in there are looking in, I don't know if I went in, but uh, probably after you moved, I went in, but uh, before, that had been used, I don't know, been broken into, and there's graffiti, and oh, it was just an absolute mess. Yes, it was a little intimidating, Mm -hmm. and um, when I look at the photos that we took of the condition, when I look at them now, I think, what were we thinking? How could we <laughs> think that we could do this? But it, it, yeah, it, it, it's remarkable. It yeah. really is a change. And I think what what is even more important is that it's changed the appearance and functioning of that west side of the highway significantly. If you recall, there was a roof of this building with old with trucks parked there mm-hmm. all the time. People, there were illegal activities going on in the roofless building mm-hmm. in the depot so that has changed the whole area i think it certainly has <laughs> so much better if you look at it now with the landscaping and the uh, the uh, historically accurate you put a lot of time and effort into the uh, historical accuracy yes um i i i'd like to get to that um later with okay. details but right now i really would like to share uh with the public Mm-hmm. Um, their chance to see the inside. Yeah, absolutely. That's why we have <laughs> yeah, you here. That's right. the uh, big event that's coming right. up, and now that people can get out and about and do things. That's right. We're really excited. Um, I, I, I want to preface this with the um, note that 
as people know, we really anticipated finishing this a year ago. Um, the COVID extended our finishing date as well as our fundraising. And we'd planned to have a major fundraising effort in the spring of 2020 and finish the project last fall. Um, we canceled that plan because we simply weren't comfortable competing for funds with uh, projects that were addressing social needs. Mm -hmm. um, so we opted to borrow funds and to continue the work, and um, even that work was slowed somewhat by COVID because we rely on groups of volunteers, and we couldn't get those large groups together anymore. So there was a lot of individual or family unit volunteer work that went on, so that slowed it down. But we had looked forward to the big ribbon-cutting celebration then this fall, and COVID is interfering again. But we felt that, and we're going to do that next spring. Big, big event. Mm -hmm. It's going to be really music, <laughs> all kinds of things. All but, right. Um, we thought that because the public has, has worked so hard on this and supported it in so many ways, that at the very least, if we followed COVID protocol, they could see the inside of the depot. So... Um, with that, I'm, I'm here today with the de details about that uh, interior yeah. tour. Yeah. You know, I have seen the interior of the depot a number of times uh, that uh, mm -hmm. since you've been uh, moved it to the new spot and been working on it, but I haven't seen the finished product ah, yet. Ah, just wait. <laughs> yeah. It's a, there's always been, it's always been a construction site when I've been there. Still. Right. Even though it's been cleaned up and everything, it's still under construction. It is. But I can't it has wait to been. See it. Right, so when right. can we see it? Well, um, we are giving tours on Saturday and Sunday, October 2nd and 3rd. That's a week from this weekend. Uh, it's essentially all day Saturday and then Sunday afternoon. And the tours are going to be given every 30 minutes. Um, and to follow COVID protocol, we're limiting the tour groups to 10 individuals who must be masked regardless of immunization status. And we're going to have the windows and doors open for ventilation. Um, now, the registration must be for a specific time. Mm -hmm. and, but that can be done easily online, and the site can be found on our webpage. And our webpage is at www.northfielddepot.org. And if you click on News at the top of the screen, there, there's a wonderful, easy program to follow through. Select the time that you want to come, and uh, you'll get a um, ticket receipt on, on the web that you can print out. Um, so I'll, I'll repeat that information at the end of our session okay. here. <laughs> um, right. But we're really very excited about it. Oh, yeah, and rightfully so. And I think uh, people are going to be just wowed by it. You know, we uh, speaking as just a, a person of the general public, I'm wowed by what I can see from the outside. Yeah. You know, the uh, the landscaping that you have down, the sculptures, uh, the brickwork, and, of course, the building itself. Uh, yeah, that's it's very impressive. And I'm yeah. sure the inside's going to look equally as impressive. I, as I've been telling people, uh, the, the depot is a very handsome, uh, attractive building. Mm -hmm. And it is with unusual amount of detail. Um, the head of the Historic Preservation Commission was down here, and he said it was very unusual for a, a rural depot to have so much detail. Usually they're located uh, such 
uh, design would be located in the middle of a city for competitive reasons. Mm-hmm. But um, we're we're very fortunate. Yeah, and let's let's, let's talk about that. Um, you have uh, some recent developments, right? To, related to yeah, that related preservation. To that. Yes, um, we're quite excited. Um, it was recently uh, designated as a local heritage preservation site. Again, (laughs) Um, but it's significant for a couple of reasons. Um, It it indicates that we really did follow the uh, restoration guidelines carefully. Mm -hmm. We we really worked at that. Uh, And secondly, it's a way to protect the depot in the future to maintain its integrity. So we're quite excited. The I. The depot was originally designated a local historic preservation site in 1980, and that was um, initiated by Steve Edwins, who was also key in this project Mm -hmm. before his death. The depot had to be reassessed for that status because we moved it. And context of a historical building is important. For example, if we'd moved it to a park, we never would have uh, been eligible. Mm -hmm. Okay. Given that we moved it just a block away, oriented towards the tracks, in a block where there had been other passenger depots, um, the case was very uh, strong because of the similar context. Uh, Another potential problem for us was that many major changes were made in 1944 uh, to modernize it, Um, but we... um, in a 37-page document that we sent to the Minnesota uh, Historic Preservation Office, who had to review it, uh, we did provide photos and details of how we tried to adhere to the guidelines. Uh, and we were delighted when we got their assessment back that read, quote, we had meticulously rehabilitated the depot. I was very happy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But wow. I'll, I'll have to say, um, for our restoration work, we had a very rare advantage. We have the original 1888 blueprints that Chip DeMann gave us. Mm-hmm. Um, he owned the depot briefly in 1983. It's a long story that I'll tell at the um, you know, I recall that. I, I but he was the one who saved yeah. the depot the first time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you had his own depot. He did. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with it? Well, well he was going to move it, but that's a long story. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm glad everything worked out at the mm-hmm. end. To, to You know, you, you go from there to its current site and uh, all the uh, hard work that people have done putting uh, putting that back into uh, historical, uh, well, historically it's, correct it's, time. It's time. also protected now mm-hmm. for the future yeah. as a uh, historic site. Yeah. So that's great. It's also protected by a new roof, uh, yeah. <laughs> new walls, new foundation. It's going to right. be there for a while. Right. What, you know, is, is it completely done now as far as the restoration goes? Uh, yes, uh, well, mm-hmm. the deep, the deep, the interior is definitely done. We have a couple of features on the exterior that we're currently working on. The old uh, archival photos show 
there was an order board that um, protruded out from the station master bay, and I'll explain what that is on the tour, and it might be up by the tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're in the process of having these Northfield signs that go on both sides of the depot, south and north side, uh, saying Northfield, that all depots have that's mm-hmm. being restored. We got both of those approved by the local HPC recently, so we're in the process. All right. All right. So yeah. it's about 99%. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Why don't you give us uh, details on those t- tours again? Okay. Um, the, um, the tours are will be given every 30 minutes on Saturday, 9 to 4, and Sunday, 1 to 4, on October 2nd and 3rd. And for safety, the groups will be limited to 10 individuals. Masks are required. And reservations are required and can be completed online. Now, there's a live link to the reservation site on our webpage. Our webpage is at www.northfield.org. And at the top of the uh, screen, there's news. Click on that news, and you... um, We'll have an immediate um, live link to the registration process. If you have problems registering, we have directions on the web to um, seek help. Looking forward to the tour. It's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. Do we have any? Yeah, what do you have? We're done? Yeah, what else? I I really wanted to give them an idea of what what they'll see. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. We'll have photos of what the depot looked like when we attained it. We have no photos of the interior, but um, we have um, many stories and clue about clues that we found on how to restore it. That those are really fun. Those mm-hmm. are my favorite part. We also have filled a dis- donated display case with historical photos and objects. And under the 1944 plaster on the original wood wall, we found and framed a 1945 signature of a 16-year-old who was working for his uncles of Kump Lumber. That's another (laughs) fun story. We have a donated depot interior bench, a shipping crate, stamped Northfield Dan Patch, and a 1944 desk. And there is also remaining evidence of the Victorian times when men and women had separate entrance doors, ticket windows, waiting rooms, and exit doors. Isn't that boy times changed? And on the outside, we're going to have a self-guided tour with information on each side of the building. Wonderful. Folks, take advantage of that. That uh, is going to be an opportunity. Do we know... What the future is? Is that going to be uh, open to the public at some point in the future? Uh, Do you the use mm-hmm. um, the public um, in in uh, those community meetings wanted to be used and available for the public and nonprofits, mm-hmm. and that is definitely what we're going to do. All right. Yes. Sounds good. Alice, thank you so much for coming in, and thank you so much for all the hard work, all the years of uh, dedicated work you put in towards saving that depot. Well, it it really has been a a community project. It's more collaborative than I ever could have imagined. We had the city, 
uh, granting agencies, a wide range of businesses and private individuals, and they donated time and money and skilled labor, um, some unskilled labor, (laughs) (laughs) Um, materials, and I I do want to add the media in that, Jeff. Um, KYM has been there every time we needed some help, and we really appreciate it. It certainly has been our pleasure. Thank you very much. That's the least we can do. Alice Thomas, once again with Save the Depot. Those tours are coming up not this weekend, but the following weekend, October 2nd and 3rd. You can find out more information online. News with a side of sports. Tim McNiff coming up.